Hello and welcome to the Thoughts for Sale podcast. I am your host, Chris Wazalik, and this is, of course, my podcast for my three little girls, Sophie, Ava, and Leah, or better else, known as Sal. So girls, today I am going to talk a little bit about what it's like to be a girl dad, as the title of the episode stated. But before we dive into that topic at hand, I want to do something new. Uh, First, I want to give a big shout out to all our listeners out there. It is so humbling and just super awesome to see people are listening to any episode, whether it's five people or 75 people. It's really cool. And I just wanted to give a quick shout out to all these folks and the variety of locations that we get listeners from. So whether it's people from where I grew up in Buffalo, or it's people from northern New York like Canton, Governor, um, uh, other places in, in the North Country that pop up on the list, that's pretty awesome. There's towns nearby here in Syracuse that the, that the uh, website tracks that we're getting people to listen from, Baldwinsville, Liverpool, Syracuse proper, as that comes up. But then there's other parts of the country, like Hickory, North Carolina, or uh, Sumter, South Carolina, where I think we have friends and family in different places. Sante, California, St. Augustine, Florida. So it's just really cool to see that. Brooklyn always seems to pop up on the list time and time again, even Baltimore. So uh, those are just to name a few areas, but it's so cool. We've actually been heard in international locations over the last two years of the show. So it's, like I said, really humbling, awesome to see. Just want to give a shout out and say thank you again for ever tuning in and put another plug out there. One of the new things I want to do in season two is open this up to anyone who's listening to jump in on an episode with me. You don't have to have a topic. I have lots of topics. We can go through my list and pick one out, but I'm really, really wanting to bring guests on, Sophie, Ava, and Leah, to give you their perspective, the back and forth conversation I think we've already had with the guests so far this year, including you, Sophie, have been pretty dynamic and engaging and really fun. So... I'm open to any guests. If you're a listener, don't be shy. Hit me up. Send me an email or a text or a call. Or uh, like I said before, just send me a message on uh, Twitter or Facebook if that's a a quicker and easier way to get a hold of me. So one other thing I want to start doing at the beginning of maybe every episode, just to encapsulate the continuous amazing lives that you live Sophie Ava and Leah in regards to what mama and I really witness on a daily basis of your growth and your development and you know just some for fun let's say as part of uh, the intro to each show I'm gonna start sharing my weekly funniest thing I've heard this week from you girls now this week's story bear with me is a little bit more long-winded than i typically want to share but the punchline is just oh so good to wait for as everybody knows it was recently father's day and what is typical of the ages the girls are right now sophie and ava especially since you're actually in school not not leah yet but she will get there soon enough is they go into school and they do homemade gifts or or school-made gifts and projects to bring home for, for Mother's Day, for Father's Day, Christmas, all these different crafts that they do, right? So this year, Sophie's craft with her first grade class was this 
construction paper toolbox, air quotes, uh, toolbox of, of dad's um, best assets, let's say. So they had different tools inside the toolbox. You open up the toolbox, you take out the piece of paper that looked like a tool, and it had like a, a characteristic of you. Like, I don't remember if it was scissors or a knife in there or something or a saw. It was a saw, I think. And it said, Daddy, you're so sharp. Okay, cool. Get the get the connection there. Gave me a hammer and said, like, Daddy, it's because you're tough. All right. Okay. That's maybe, um, that's close enough. That's, that's a hammer. Hammer is hard. You, you know, hit, hit nails, obviously. So the hammer's tough. Okay. Daddy's tough, apparently. Uh, and then the next one really threw us off and just didn't even know what to say when Sophie handed this to me last week. And it was a wrench. And then on the wrench, it said, because you screw me. Now, <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, literally was laughing out loud didn't know what to say to her in the moment, but the wrench said, because you screw me. And it was great because Jess wasn't there when I first opened it. She was busy getting the girls ready for uh, their dance recital, actually, that evening while we opened it. And uh, we didn't get a chance to circle back to it later on. And I said, here, honey, you look at this. Now, the projects coming from school are absolutely adorable, typically. And, you know, some of them are... are um, a little bit more over the top than others in regards to the, the construction and, and creativity and the activity itself, which is fine. Um, every classroom has different challenges and, and some projects need more, more time than, than you can really allot. This, this wasn't that. And the thing that I said to Jess, knowing that she's been a teacher, I said, isn't, isn't there a moment here where the teacher intervenes and is like, well, no, so that that's cute and all, but I, I don't think you want to write on there because you screw me. I think we need to find something else to describe that wrench for daddy. You know, like where was that moment? Now there's probably, you know, 20 plus students in the class. So I get it. It could have easily been overlooked, but boy, I really feel like there was a missed opportunity for correction there. So, uh, Sophie, when you get older, we'll talk more about why that was probably not the best thing to write on there or borderline inappropriate. And, uh, or you'll just hear this later later on in life and, and understand it and hopefully get a laugh out of it yourself. But anyway, totally funniest thing we've seen this week. Now for the topic at hand, talking about being a girl dad, this is something that could always be discussed, girls. I mean, I'm going to be a girl dad. I was a girl dad from the moment you were born, Sophie, and now I'm a girl dad of three and I'll be a girl dad for the rest of uh, my life, which is really amazing to me. And there's just kind of three things I want to talk about. And, and they're not long, I promise. But the, the th three things are, are um, one is about the, the girl dad idea in general. You know, hashtag girl dad, girl dad this, girl dad that. So I'm going to give you my perspective on that whole girl dad idea uh, first. The second thing I want to talk about is what it's like to have girls... And the actual anatomy of it, and I'll, I'll explain more when we get to that part of the conversation. And the third part that I wanted to talk about today is age-appropriate content. So honestly, number two and number three in this conversation, it's really not specific to only being a girl dad. Little boys have these challenges too, but I'm going to at least give it from the girl dad perspective. Let's start off with this whole girl dad concept. You know, it's uh, like this this trending type of hashtag that you can find on social media over the last couple of years now. You know, some of the celebrities that have, have made 
uh, being a girl dad look really cool and hip, sort of uh, like one that comes top of mind to me, uh, rest in peace for sure, is Kobe Bryant. But there's other ones out there too that you you see kind of like going out, talking about how awesome it is to be a girl dad. Now, part of me is like, yeah, that's great. You know, everything lives on social media nowadays. Of course, there's going to be a hashtag about it. Uh, I know I think I've used it even before, but in reality, at some point, it kind of just gets overused, which may be why it's getting slowed slowed down a little bit now. That's not here or there. It doesn't really bother me, per se, girls, that, you know, there's this 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 trending title to it of girl dad. Um, but I can tell you, that being a girl dad of multiple girls definitely brings its own unique shape to the conversation. And I am here today to share that I myself even need to do better. (laughs) And what I mean by that is, you know, it's one thing to be like, Hey, yes, I'm a girl dad with one kid, one daughter. Sure. Okay. Hey, I'm a girl dad with two daughters. And, you know, can kind of joke around about that and what that's like. I've got multiple little girls now and it's uh, it's challenging. We've got, you know, dress up and dances and then we have attitude at somehow a very young age. And then it's probably not as uniquely just for little girls. It's probably little boys, too. But, you know, that's where that approach is always taken that, oh, yes, the girls are supposedly going to have more attitude. Um, They definitely have plenty. There's no doubt. And then it gets to girl number three. And now it has turned to uh, not just having three girls, but we have three girls all under eight right now. It's a lot. And I'm okay saying that. Your mama's okay saying that, girls. I both believe that we have the freedom to say that, but like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there and, and admit it that even myself, I gotta stop joking around about how uh oh it's it's tough. Like you have no idea. Cause you know it'd be tough with any three type of kids. I don't care what gender they are and uh, you know, what what the makeup of the family is, but when you get past two and everyone talks about that and I didn't want to believe it, but I'm living it now. When you get past two, there is something that changes as soon as you're outnumbered. So I don't care if it's three, four, five, six, whatever. You have that many kids. Doesn't matter the genders. It's a lot. But I can tell you this, and this is maybe why this is coming up top of mind to me right now about this whole girl dad life that I'm living here with you girls is I'm, I'm honestly getting a little bit tired of hearing the, well, not hearing it all the time, seeing it, having reactions to, you know, I could be out in a store right now with the three of you, with mama too, it doesn't matter, and somebody will see us with the three girls and they'll like, they'll like give us a look, like, oh, oh, bless your heart, I'll take a saying from our new area we'll be living in the South, oh, bless your heart, like you have three little girls, good freaking luck with that like okay like okay buddy like you don't know maybe our girls are pretty awesome which by the way you are um and yeah they're gonna give us a run for our money what kids aren't but i gotta be honest it's getting a little tiresome that it seems like every time anywhere anybody we meet new in our lives uh there is a 
a hesitation or a pause or like a step back moment like holy cow you all have three girls how in the hell is that going to work how does that work in that type of age gap and yeah like i said girls you can be a handful but i wouldn't trade it for the world i love you dearly i'm very proud to just be your dad period So number two on the list today, uh, talking about my specific experiences being the father of three little girls would be the anatomy component. Now, I mean, obviously, we don't need to go into the girls, girls have this, boys have that part of the anatomy, which they're learning as they get older here, of course, Sal. But it just is interesting to me. Not having sisters growing up, not knowing what to expect with this type of uh, comfortableness or not of the human body and your own human body and then dad's human body is different. So it's just really been interesting over the course of your entire existence for all three of you. But I'm, I'm just, you know, now that you're all at different ages and getting a little bit older, it is it is interesting all the time some of the things i wouldn't have expected is honestly how how raunchy for lack of a better word three little girls can be you know walking around the house talking about nipples and breasts amongst other body parts they talk about now we are totally of the mindset which i think is the right way to approach it that we do call body parts by their appropriate names you know penis vagina and so on but just did not anticipate, of course, how the girls would take it on. I mean, like literally the other day, I have Ava running around talking about nipples, 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 this, singing a song about body parts and boobies. And it's just, oh, it's unbelievable. And then, of course, as a dad, uh, you want, it's, it's probably nothing worth actually fairly comparing but if there was ever a moment where I could feel any type of awkwardness that maybe other women feel with somebody of the opposite sex staring at them it is with my own kids and I know that that is not anything more than just an interest level of do you have something different than me but uh, I know I went through it with Sophie at one point I know I went through with Dave and you have to be really careful basically guys not to be undressed in front of your kids probably anytime after they're honestly 18 months old as soon as they can start pointing and talking, you really don't want that uh, nude situation happening anymore. And I'm starting to be re-confirming uh, that again with the youngest, Leah, uh, who's who's you know turning three now, and I got to make sure I grab a towel when I get out of the shower because you know we're we're not necessarily good about always locking the girls let's say out of the bedroom slash bathroom bathroom if we're in there taking a shower or whatever so they can just run in and uh it's important that i grab that towel quickly for sure to cover up because if not it is like a full-on like stare pointing giggle session and uh Again, I just never would have ex imagined these aspects. I don't know what I was thinking because I'm sure this is just all kids in general. But uh, it's a different experience for, I think, anybody when it's the opposite gender for you. If you're, if you're a woman with little boys, <clears throat> if, you're a, if you're a dad with little girls, 
I just think it's 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 more challenging when it's the opposite gender. Uh, they're they're clearly have been interested in in you know the full fully developed woman adult body that Mama would have versus them. So yes, there is still that, uh, but it's. It, it does seem like it's slightly different, though, because they're thinking about it as that's, you know, what I'm going to have eventually and how I'm how or or how I already have similarities. Right. Um, versus like, wow, daddy does not. Uh, I do. I think recall at one point one of them asking me where my vagina was, for example. And again, just not something I anticipated going through in the fathering experience. But here we are. And it's it's OK. But I got to tell you. Anybody who thinks like the little boys are going to grow up and be the tough ones and the more inappropriate ones or the more raunchy runs or would do these type of things, it is not gender specific. Little girls, little boys, uh, they both can do it. And it's no different with our kids. They think all this stuff is super silly and they will run around talking about all these body parts and joking inappropriately constantly. So no matter what you do, parents, just be ready for it. It's going to happen. Sometimes we have to bite our tongue to not laugh at it to encourage it more, depending on the scenario. And like I said, I always need to know where my my towel is coming out of the shower and my clothes for that matter, so that I get myself dressed quickly uh, because they pop up real fast, when, especially when there's three of them. And uh, at this point, it's just something that, you know, we now have to set those boundaries. And as they get older, uh, I'm sure they will also want to then set the boundaries more from their own end, which I'm totally comfortable and ready for as well. So it'll be a nice two-way boundary setting streak uh, street at some point here. And that'll all be appropriate. Finally, girls, last but not least, I wanted to mention uh, what it has been like over the last several years to see things that we are allowing you to watch content-wise that maybe later Mama and I go, boy, what were we thinking? Because if you get to the roots of this, this is not appropriate for you. Uh, and it, it, it unfortunately, I think rears its head the most when it comes to uh for sure like music and then um some in the lines of of movies for sure too but specifically the movies that i'm thinking of are ones that are more musical based so they have dancing as well as singing and songs in them so it's not just a storyline so there's a lot of different musicals out there uh that the kids you would think would be you know somewhat appropriate for them something like even like high school musical that they haven't really watched but there's this one on netflix called 13 which is a musical about a a little boy turning 13 and having his bar mitzvah but it's actually a musical there's a very famous musical that's a movie that was made earlier in the 2000s mama mia that i think we've maybe talked about on the show before but our girls absolutely love the music in mama mia and then there's just music in general that i hear them going around the house and singing the words and i'm like wait wait those are the lyrics again oh no they they can't be going around the house singing that song and you know what it's our own fault um if you know the song house of pain jump around i 
thought it was the cutest and funniest thing to have them jump around the living room with me when they were really little. So I exposed them to jump around as a very little age. So I'm my own worst enemy in this scenario, girls, because that I never played like a clean version of it. Of course, it was the explicit version. I just, I think, hoped in my head it was too fast too much rap that you couldn't keep up with it uh, of course i was wrong so you know there's there's songs like that where it's self-induced uh where where i totally knew what i was getting myself into that it probably wasn't the right type of music to play in front of you and then there's times where you're not even thinking about it and they play the song and then you start dissecting what they're singing because you hear your actual child sing the lyrics of the song and you're going what are you singing about this boy that you want to dream about all night it's like, what are those lyrics? What is this about that Justin Bieber is singing that at first you're thinking no big deal and then you're like, wait, what? And you're just going, no, I don't think we're hearing this through. And then the best part about it is we think like, hey, maybe there is a way that we can take some of this mainstream music and put it in a spot that is safer, right? So how about Kids Bop? Kids Bop's been around forever. So, right, it's little kids singing mainstream pop songs, and they definitely change lyrics at times. Something like, um, uh, like, shut up and dance with me. So I think a lot of parents don't want their kids running around saying shut up. They alter the, the, the words. Uh, and I am drawing a blank, obviously, in the moment of how they change those lyrics. But it doesn't say shut up and dance with me. I think it says... Um, just dance with me or something like that. They, they, they alter it so that it's that it's like, okay, it's a little bit softer. So I'm thinking, okay, kids bop. Well, come to find out kids bop doesn't always change the words. They sometimes leave those inappropriate lyrics right along in there about I stay up all night. There was this song. I don't even remember the, the song exactly now, but Sophie's going around the house singing the song about I'm, I'm thinking of you all night in my head and I'm going what are you singing you're singing about some boy that you're staying up all night thinking about in my head and the things I would do to you and I'm going Whoa. so then we're, we go okay we'll play it on kids bop it was the exact same lyrics just little kids singing it which is actually kind of creepy because it's the same thing I'm listening to with Sophie little kids creepily singing about staying up all night and thinking about the things they're going to do to some other boy I'm like you're way too young for any of this uh, or girl at that matter you're way too young for any of this and so yeah the inappropriateness the last thing I'll give an example about this because I mentioned it before uh, a moment ago was Mamma Mia. So we we get the girls into to Mamma Mia. They they watch the movies. We actually took them to see Mamma Mia the musical uh, earlier this spring. Honestly, it was probably still kind of winter time. I think it was February at one of the local high schools because they just love it. And, and, and again, you think at the core of it, it's just really fun ABBA music. But then, like honestly, you really start thinking about what they're singing. Um, some of those songs in, in that movie, uh, well, musical. And the dancing, which is where I was going to with the musical stuff, is awfully provocative. So it's, again, one thing to let them just sing the songs. You know, here we go again. How could I resist you? And it's like, okay, we can 
probably get around that because honestly, like many of us, we probably sing lyrics and don't even think about the meaning behind it. I know I do that plenty as an adult. Uh, we're just singing along to the song because we, we like the beat. It's it's catchy, the, the words. So I don't think it's always uh, they're comprehending at all what that means that they're singing. But then, you know, you see your two-year-old at the time provocatively dancing around the house to the song and shaking her hips and you know because that's what she sees on the tv or in the musical and it's it honestly and and maybe i'm being an overprotective dad of my three little girls uh sophie ava and leah but okay i'll own that uh i want to be and I don't want to overexpose you to things yet. So I don't know what that happy balance is. Maybe some other parents out there have some recommendation on, uh, you know, trying to combat all of these things, whether it's, you know, dealing with the constant uh, looks from other other parents or people in society like, oh, shit, good luck. You got three little girls. Good luck with that. Whoa, you wait till they're all teenagers. I mean, the number of times I've heard that one, if I had a nickel, <laughs> I'll do an older saying for a moment. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that, I honestly probably would have at least 20 bucks uh, for the number of times I've heard somebody say to me, you know, just wait till they become teenagers. So between that, uh, the the idea of dealing with the difference in our anatomies, girls, um, whether like I said, you're a, you're a girl dad or a little boy mom, and dealing with those challenges, or just the challenges of d- exposing you at the right times of age to honestly what's usually really fun content in music, musicals, movies, whatever, um, and dealing with kind of the repercussions of all of that. It's really fun. It's really challenging at the same time, but uh, that's the life. That's that's where we're at with my experiences and being a girl dad and what it's been up to this point. So, uh, like I said, if you have any advice or you have any fun stories, feel free to share them on, on Twitter or Facebook. And girls, uh, always looking forward to see what challenges you will bring us next. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of the Thoughts for Sale podcast. And Sophie, Ava, Leah, Sal, remember, your mom and I are always proud of you. We always are here for you. And we always love you. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a review and comments. And please also follow, share, and subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. You can also connect with us now on Facebook as well as Twitter, both places. Just search for at Thoughts for Sale. All right. Take it away, Sal. Thank you for listening to the Thoughts for Sale podcast with my daddy, Chris. Bye-bye.